Mishnah is continuing in Shabbat in the sixth parak. Mishnayot eight and nine today. Hakiteya, a person with a stump. That Lo'aleno, his foot was amputated. Yotze Bikovshel, he can go out with his kav. His kav is an artificial foot, and it has the resemblance of a shoe. Divrei Rebbe Meir. So Meir seems to hold it's like a shoe for him. Rabbi Yossi, Osir Rabbi Yossi says, no, it's Osir, either it's not like a shoe, or even if it is, we're concerned it might get loose, and he would come to carry it in Rishus Rabim, so he can't go out with it into Rishus Rabim, the public domain, on Shabbat. And the Mishnah explains, Im yesh lo beit kibul ketutim tame, if this kav, this artificial foot, shaped like a, kind of like a shoe for a stump, if it has a receptacle in it to hold padding to make it more comfortable for his stump, then it is a kli and it can become tame. On this theme, the Mishnah continues, Samuchot Shalom, his supports. The partner explains if his both of his legs are amputated, then he wears these like leather shin guards on his lower leg and he puts weight on them. He sort of walks on these these leather uh, pads that are strapped onto his lower leg. So these are Tameim Midras. Midras is a type of tame that's translated like like treading or seating because he's putting weight, he's bearing weight. So if he's a zav or a similar form of tuma coming out of his body and he puts weight on them, they get tame midras. And he could actually go out on Shabbos. They're like shoes for him. But he can go into the temple courtyard, the azara, with them on because lamaisa, they're not shoes. Now we do not wear shoes in the azara. Famously, the Kohanim do their Avodah uh, without shoes on, as we see when they do Berkat Kohanim. They wear all sorts of wonderful socks, but not shoes. However, these Samuchot, these supports for the amputee, are not really shoes, so you can go into the temple courtyard with them on. Kisei, the Samuchot Shalom, if he needs a chair and he has arm supports, now this is, he has a different kind of problem where he needs sort of a chair or something, some sort of small platform he's sitting on. I mean, imagine similar to the wheelchairs we have today, but they didn't have wheels for the wheelchairs. So some sort of platform to sit on. And then he has arm supports this time. So he's sort of walking on mini crutches to help him go along. Tamei Midras. Again, these bear weight so they can be Tamei with Midras. He does not go out with them on Shabbos because he's he's holding them. It's kind of like the chair is like a, like a support, like a platform. And these arm supports, these little mini crutches, or also something held rather than something worn like a shoe. And you can't bring them into the Azara. Since the Maisei, they are more of a more shoe-like than the smuchot, than the supports before. The Mishnah has concludes on kotmin. And on kotmin uh, is apparently a large mask, you know, used to scare people or something for Purim. And another Mephoshim is it's, it's like an animal, like a donkey costume, which is worn kind of on the shoulder to pretend to be an animal. Again, it's like Purim shtick type stuff. Tahorin. So there's not considered a kli, not considered a beged. So they do not makabal tuma. And yotzin behem. But you don't take them out on Shabbat. They're not considered clothing either. So Purim costumes, uh, if they're clothing, that's great. It's for Shabbat. But if there's some sort of mask or donkey costume that is not uh, for Shabbat in the Rishul Tarabin. Great. On to Mishnah Tess. Habonim, the boys. Yotzin they can go out with laces. So what's going on with these laces? So the partner explains a really amazing thing. He has longing for his father. When the father goes out to work or goes out to the field, goes out on a business trip, he takes his right shoelace, the right, 
the kosher lo the ben v'smoli ties it onto the left arm of the kid. The cholzmanch od love, and when the boy sees this lace, this reminder of his father, sorry magogim, his longings is go away. You know, he's not going to have a tantrum and and feel very you know lonely and depressed. Middle of his school, it's like a segula. So it's dafka the boys. Because girls have less, girls don't miss their fathers as much as boys do. Maybe they miss their mothers more. They don't miss their fathers as much as boys do. The boys are always looking up to their father. This is a really, this is a hush of reminder for fathers, grandfathers to be the ones setting an example, showing children, grandchildren, the proper derecherets and the way to act and the way to be osik in Mishnah Yomi. I don't know why it's the right shoelace on the left arm. However, I will point out that the right leg is netzach, alpikabola, is sort of the long view, the eternality, the long picture, and the left arm is gevura, which could be self-control. So there could be Kabbalistic reasons why davka is the right shoelace on the left arm, but please ask your local mekubal, not me. Anyway, the Mishnah continues. I do know, I, I do learn Mishnah, thank God. V'nei melochim bezugin, and the princes can go out with bells. These are decorative bells. Obviously, if they have a ringer in them, an inbal, and they make noise, can't do that on Shabbat. But if they are plugged up or they don't have a ringer, their decoration, you could go out with them on Shabbat if you're the prince. V'koladam, really anyone can. But the sages say what's common was princes had decorative bells on their garments. But any Jew, Baruch Shem, every Jew is a Bnei Melochim, every Jew is a prince and a princess, so we're all entitled to wear decorative bells on our clothing on Shabbat and through Shudrabim, as long as they're well sewn on and not going to come off. Shkoyach Rabosai, Zaygezunt.